And now, the internet's favorite podcast, podcast rated with your hosts, Brad and Caleb. How many Preds are in it still, correct? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Their series tied 2-2, head back to San Jose. They won a triple overtime on Thursday night. Oh, man. Uh, Mike Fisher scored. Like, the duration of the triple overtime game happened during when I went to sleep and then when I woke up. It was like I had a notification <laughs> on my phone saying that the game ended 39 minutes ago when I woke up. <laughs> Are you glad you didn't stay up for it or should I'm you? I'm glad I did not stay up. And there was a guy I work with who did. I was like, how are we live right now? <laughs> yeah. I don't, can you pull that off? I mean, you've been able to pull that off for the duration of your life, the no sleep. That's Brad's trademark. He doesn't need to sleep yeah, pretty much. It's true. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do it all the time. Yeah. And I remember, uh, like, a couple times back in high school, I got two hours of sleep. Once ago, I was hanging out with TJ until 4 a.m., and then I had to work at the golf course, so I got up at 6 a.m. Mm. And I get heartburn really, really, really bad when I don't sleep. For whatever really? reason, yeah. yeah, I don't know why. It throws everything off when you when you throw off your uh, your body clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, like uh, I'm really good at it. I do it all the time. Sleep's not that important to me. Yeah, it's good for you because for me, it's just like I need it. I died nine yeah. hours last night. Especially has to have it too. Like for me, it's like whatever. Take it or leave. I'll sleep someday. Well, yeah. Like, so this is gonna be a concern when we have a baby because I need sleep and he needs sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what kind of made it easy on us when we when we did have kids is like if Evelyn needed to wake up three times a night I was waking up with her because I didn't A I didn't have to be anywhere because I wasn't working during the week mm-hmm. yeah and B it didn't matter because like I can function pretty well on, on no sleep yeah so. exactly I think we're gonna have to do the whiskey on the gums trick <laughs> with the kids crying uh, believe me I thought about that well I was talking to Sarah when I was driving up to uh, Minneapolis last weekend and she told me that um Todd and Lily, uh-huh. um, I was talking about formula and diapers and cloth wipes and all sorts of like, here's what other parents say you should do. And then she's like, well, Todd and Lily decided, these are friends of ours, that they yeah. would raise their kids however they felt like it and not give a damn what other people think. And they're pretty crunchy people. I mean, the yeah. dude has a maple syrup boiling fe- uh, party at his house every year. Awesome. But um, And she works for the co-op. And she works for the food <laughs> co-op. Yeah. Well, oh. I'm sorry. I yanked it out. But um, she, Sarah's like, yeah, she breastfed. And you remember when we were there and she just like whipped it out and we were talking about that? She, she breastfed, but she said before they go to bed every night, she'll give the kids a bottle of formula because mm-hmm. apparently it knocks them out. I don't know if that's oh, your yeah. experience at all, if you've ever used it. Uh, well, I know that the pre-bed, uh, whether it was formula for Evie or milk for Miles was essential because if they ate well yeah. before bed, they slept well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That makes sense. But if you eat well, you're going to poop well in the middle of the night? No. Not really? No, I never had that. I never woke up with a poop. Maybe, of course, okay. probably have. But I, that, there wasn't a thing for us. No. Yeah. Things we'll have to figure out awfully quick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Where, where are we at? Uh, how, how far are we now? I've, I've, lose, I've lost track. We have four and a half weeks left Yeah. before due date. Month from tomorrow is due date. Month from tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. and I've been so busy at work lately. It's just like, what day is it even? I can't even keep track of what day of the week it is if it's during the week. And so they're like, so these weeks are just flying by. Like, well, and for me, like, so looking at like school calendar stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping 
to like start my maternity leave after Memorial Day. I don't think it'll happen, but that's kind of my hope. But that means right. <laughs> I only have 13 class days with kids left, hey. <laughs> which is that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 I mean, I know starting maternity leave me doesn't mean that you're having the child anytime soon, but at the same time, it's like 13 more days until I'm preparing to have this child. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, uh. So it's pretty much like kids show up whenever we're set for you. And we are like nowhere near ready at this point in time. We have a crib. Um, okay. We have a bassinet that we need to put together. Mm-hmm. We have a changing table. We have a glider without a rocker. We have we don't have the footstool and the glider rocker yet. We can fix that problem. But we have like boxes everywhere of just moving shit around in the house right now that needs to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. But we got all the clothes and everything. We pretty and much. My parents were here. Mm-hmm. When was it? Two weekends ago. Yeah, two weekends ago. And so they're like, "Hey, whatever you want us to do to help." And they're like, "We can do the laundry for you, like of all the clothes that we had in sheets, yeah, that we had bought." And so they did four loads of laundry for us. Nice. You know the funny thing, because it's all it was all new clothes. I went outside where the dryer vent is, and there's this big mound of white fuzz right there. (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine it would be. uh, (laughs) They're washing all their clothes because if it's if it's all this new stuff that's never been washed before, yeah, and especially stuff like that that's going to be really soft and fluffy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And there were like blankets and sheets and stuff too. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. we have like 800 quilts and blankets that people make for us. And (laughs) we're just getting like packages in the mail with more quilts. And I'm trying to knit, like, you know, two more. Yeah, you're trying to knit two baby blankets right now. Cool. Whatever. All right. Our baby will not be cold. No. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's a summer baby. I think those, <laughs> some of those blankets are going to turn into cat blankets, I think. Uh, we can take the towel out of the window so it's been, a bath towel I've been laying on. Put a blanket up. Yeah, at least blanket, because, you know. One of the blankets is like, a cat blanket. Better. Yeah. Give them the cat blanket with the cat head and the hand and the paws on it. No, that one. So I had a student whose mom crocheted me a blanket. And it has a little head on it, a cat head on it, and paws. It's really mm. cute. Is that crocheted? It's crocheted, yes. Everybody crocheted tonight. <laughs> that commercial drives me nuts. What commercial? Have you heard that one? No. It's a direct TV commercial on the radio for during baseball games. And it's like, what is it? About, no, it's an Xfinity commercial. It's an Xfinity commercial. It's pretty much And like, they're saying Xfinity is better than DirecTV because DirecTV always has reruns, so it's so boring. Yeah. Uh-oh. And then they equate crochet. Yeah, and they're playing like um, everybody have fun tonight, but they play everybody crochet tonight and everybody mop the floors tonight. Just like boring stuff. Gotcha. Everyone, everyone's watching reruns tonight. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. they don't play commercials on, during Braves games. It's mostly just um, AT&T and and... Uh, uh, Cook's Pest Control. Oh, yeah. Um, here comes Cookie. Cook's yeah. Pest Control. Yeah. Yep. Now you are locked into the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost as bad as that. C-A-R-S, Cars for Kids. You ever hear that on Giants games? You hear it every no. break. Okay. I listen to baseball on the radio almost exclusively. So. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I consume the Braves on the radio exclusively. But that's the only team that I... That I seek out the, the radio broadcast. So it's like when I was when I used to work at Caremark, I'd walk around overnight. Like if there was a late game on, like the Cardinals were playing a sixteen inning game, I'll yeah. throw them on. But you know. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like last night, we got home from a restaurant, and I turned on the. Oh, was it the Giants game? Did I? 
for a little no, bit. it was Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh and the Cardinals, and I watched like an inning, and I couldn't stay up for it. But they were at least oh. in the eighth inning. And then like I saw that there was a bunch of West Coast games that are about to start. We were in bed before 10 last night. Me too. I was. Uh, I watched the rest of that hockey game, and then I tried to watch Snakes on a Plane, but I, I just couldn't stay awake. I was yeah. too tired. Too many motherfucking snakes in the motherfucking plane? Sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. I didn't get to see that part, though. They were just getting on the plane, and I was like, I was like... How did the snakes get on the plane? Uh, I don't know, because I saw... Here's what happened. Here's what I've seen so far. So, like, there was a guy... Like crouching down and pushed it onto like the plane, and he went like something. He said something to somebody. Those were the snakes. But I was like falling asleep. I, I don't even know. What was there was like some kind of herpetologist convention that many herpetologists were on the plane, and there's like sneaking out of the luggage. I don't know. Some, we had some good setup for that. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm excited. To, not excited, but uh, I was interested to finally watch snakes on the plane ten years after that came out ten years ago. By really? <laughs> years ago yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just discussed yesterday well what were we talking about that made us old um something oh yeah we, you said you had a time hop that two years ago we were listening to all the music by the toilet bowl cleaners yeah and we realized that this show is like two years and three months old exactly yeah i was sitting here thinking i thought it was like a year ish but then i thought like we did our first anniversary show that was over a year ago it's not that the world is that time's moving much too quickly, you know. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And wait till this kid fucking shows up. Okay. It's time moving quickly. I can't believe how much time has passed before we welcomed you. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Yeah, everybody. uh, We uh, this is another edition of How the Fuck Did We Get Here? Brad, do you have the How the Fuck Did We Get Here script? What? Yeah, you give this like wonderful introduction for how the fuck did we get here before? Oh my god, I was not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> we did not. Do, we have it. not done this in a while. Yeah, how, I, I don't have it. It's something like how the fuck did we get here is a way in which we can ask people we know the questions that we always wanted to ask them about their past but never got a chance to, and we figured we'd share it with the world. It's something like that, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and it's something making an interesting conversation. I can't remember, but yeah, it was it was it was a whole thing I wrote. But that was like three computers ago, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and like two years ago, probably at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so our guest today happens to be my wife, Megan York. Hello. And Megan is the first interviewee, I believe, who is not from the UP. Who's not originally born in the UP. Oh no, not sure. Oh, that's really. We interviewed you. Interviewed your mom, Brad, right? No, we interviewed no? Matt. Well, Matt. Well, we have had two of our former guests have were not born in the UP. Okay, so your brother. Okay, I'm making a huge mistake here. Your brother Matt. <laughs> yeah, and Tom Featherstone. And Tom Featherstone was born in near the D. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so we have our first guest here. Well, okay, I'm the first one who has not grown up in the UP. Okay, there you, there go. you go. There you go. Matt. I have never lived in the UP. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> yeah. Four wheelers to football practice. Exactly. I know. Yeah. And it, and the women it surprises me. And you guys actually say use. Use, yeah. So tell us, Megan, where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in, I still grew up in Michigan. I grew up in Holland, Michigan. Troll. So I'm a troll, yes. Mm-hmm. I am a troll. Oh. Um, 
Are your parents from Holland? I'm going to ask you a million questions that I know the answers to. Okay. I'm just going to prod yeah. and prime. Good. Yeah. Um, are your parents from Holland, Michigan? They are not. Where are they from? Um, my dad grew up in Iowa, and my mom grew up in Wisconsin. Okay. So. Yeah. Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. He's what actually a Hawkeye. A- um. He. Not now. You're gonna. I think it was near. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was near Cedar Rapids. It's kind of like North Central Iowa. Okay, so I'm assuming since your lack of knowledge of where that was, there's not a whole lot of family. His uh, his sister still lives there. Um, they have a pig farm. Oh, awesome. Um, but I have not been there since I was probably thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, we're not that far from Iowa. We could just roll down there and yeah. say hi, get some pork. <laughs> they don't they don't farm pigs anymore oh, okay um but your aunt lives in quad cities right now no it's still is she a dj sorry is she a dj, <laughs> a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> she still lives near where um back or, up by the 69 boys yeah, yeah. <laughs> she still lives out in north central Iowa. And your other aunt lives in Lacrosse. Lives in Lacrosse now, and they. So he, my dad has sis, two sisters, and they are twins. Yes, identical twins. So. Can you tell them apart? Yes. Charlene and Marlene, right? Yep, Charlene and Marlene. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like the they used to do that with twins. They don't, mm-hmm. I don't. You don't really see that anymore. Whether they have like the names are extremely similar. Yeah, sound similar, but have like different yeah. starts or different ends. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those are triplets I heard of. It were Mary, Maria, and Mariah. Oh, my goodness. That would be, like, terrible for everybody else involved. <laughs> I knew these three triplets named Dewey, Louie, and Dewey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't have a parent. Their uncle raised them, correct? Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. And he jumped in a pool of money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A pool of coins. Wouldn't pool of hurt? coins. Somehow. You swim in coins. Yeah. Like, you ever get hit with a sack full of pennies? How do you... Never. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's why like a roll of quarters is a weapon. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, his parents passed away when I was an infant, so I never met. Well, I think they brought me to meet his dad before he passed away. Yeah. But um, I never met his parents, so I never met my grandparents on that side. Yeah. So that's also part of why I don't have strong knowledge of where they're from. Sure. Yeah. 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 But your mom's your mom's side of the family, they grew up in Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. Yep. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Pretty much dead center Wisconsin. Yep. So there's mm. a big like paper mill and everything. And how did they end up there? Because Megan's has a unique family history on that side, so to speak. An ethnic history. Ethnic history. So my grandma is Greek and her parents uh, immigrated to the United States like through Ellis Island and all of that, and ended up in Eau Claire. What was their last name? Um, so my great grandma, her last name was Papathanasiu. Yes. And got shortened to Pappas at Ellis Island. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, was, that was a pretty regular thing. Yep. Um, and then the my great grandfather was Ekonomu, which got shortened to Ecos. Oh, was that Ekonomu? I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, so with Greek last names, they actually have a male and female version. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. um, 
the mu part means that he was male. Okay. Would that be ekonoma or ekonomos or something? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Greek grammar. <laughs> Only I care. But. Um, <laughs> but so they both ended up in Eau Claire. And I think the, like, traveling Orthodox, Greek Orthodox priest, like, yeah. hooked him up. Oh, set them up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, make some good Greek babies and spray Windex on everything. Yeah. And have a massive family. So, do you know what they, did, they did own a cafe. That's right, they did own a cafe. <laughs> Sorry. Do you know what we're talking about? No. My big fat Greek wedding. Oh, no, all these I have stuff seen in the Greek it. family. You should add that to your list yeah, of movies to watch. It probably won't be as funny for you. That. Yeah. We, we went and saw that in the theater. Oh really? Yeah, I, it's in that. Good. It's in that class of movies where you get to smile for ninety minutes, but you're not learning anything, and it's not really that funny. But you don't have to think that hard about. And it. And it's probably not going to be as funny to people who didn't grow up with <laughs> Greek background. Kind of like our podcast. <laughs> kind of funny. You don't have to think too hard about it. So, how did your parents end up in Holland, Michigan? Okay, so. Um, they were both going to grad school at Purdue. So my dad got a PhD in pharmaceutical chemistry. My mom got a master's in pharmaceutical chemistry. And they met there. Okay. Um, and then they um, moved out to New Jersey for a couple of years and worked for, like, big pharma mm-hmm. out in New Jersey. And then... Um, is that like Eli Lilly or Park Davis or something? No, Park Davis is was Holland. Okay. Um, it was... And somebody that was a big company now. Yeah, not... there's like Eli Lilly and... Um... See, I should... Yeah. I got told half an hour ago also that I was going to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like, or I would have looked it up a little bit more. It was like Roche or something. I, don't know, I mean, all the big all the big farmer were out there. So yeah. I don't remember which ones specifically they were yep. working for. They were each working for different ones. Yep. So they lived like in the middle and one went north and one went south. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Um, but then, so there was an opportunity to move back to the Midwest in Holland, mm-hmm. um, and so they took that. Yeah. And so my dad worked. It was Warner Lambert, I believe, first, mm-hmm. and then Park Davis got added on, and then Pfizer bought them in the early 2000s. Was it Pharmacia in between, too? No. No, it was, it was just Pfizer at that. And then your dad worked on Lipitor, if I yep. remember correctly. So my dad worked on Lipitor, mm-hmm. so he's got that as Real, his... Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did he name it? Is there any sort of like residual, like, like benefit? Yeah. Like, you get like a cut of a festival, or I don't know how that works. No. I mean, he's one of many people who worked on it. Like, he didn't like be like, oh, this is. So he did more the analytical side. So they're like, hey, we did this. Run it on the HPLC and Mm -hmm. see what happened. You know, see if. See what the. See the purity of it is. Do an assay on it. Do all yeah. okay. So do it. it was really just like doing his job and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, which in pharma is like what, one in a hundred molecules ends up as a drug or something like that. Probably so not like, even that much. You work on the one. Yeah, he happened to work on one that made it and made it huge. So, um, 
All right, so you grew up in you grew up in Holland. Your parents, so your dad worked for Pfizer. Your mom was kind of stay at home. Yeah, it's she started out. She was a um, TA at Hope College, which is kind of the local mm-hmm. college in Holland, um, and worked in the labs and stuff. And then they decided to not have people who had masters BTAs. Yeah. So she kind of got shortly after I was born. She they kind of like cut back her hours. Mm-hmm. enough where then she's just like well i'll just stay at home sure so she okay. would stay at home and were you an only child i was not an only child okay <laughs> um i have a brother and a sister mm-hmm. who are both younger than me um they and they are both adopted so they're both adopted from korea yeah. um they are not siblings themselves mm-hmm. um we got both of them as infants so they were both about three months old yep and they're both a couple of years younger than you. Right. My brother is three years younger and my sister is two or five. Five two years, years younger. younger. Yes. Than my brother. Okay. They, uh, are North Korean? <laughs> no, they're South okay. Korean. Okay. Were they North Korean before then? Okay. No. We, well, actually we, um, I mean, this comes later, but when I was in high school and they were in middle school, we did a birthright trip. So we did a two week trip to South Korea and, um, did kind of touristy stuff, but then we also like went to the facilities where they were delivered and went to their um, orphanage. And my sister got to meet a foster family that she had stayed with, um, and so it was all pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But they got to like see in the books where the record of their birth was. Yeah. At the and meet the doctors who delivered them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So huh. it was pretty cool. Uh, completely honest, I had no idea. Of yeah. any of what you said in the last couple of minutes. <laughs> I did not know that at all. I, how did I not know that? I don't I'm know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, you growing up in Holland, um, tell us about what kind of stuff you did as a kid. What kind of what were you into back then? Uh, soccer. Okay. I was a big soccer player. Um, and in sixth grade, I was on the travel team for soccer. So, like, on the club kind of higher level team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started out as goalie. Which is surprising. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, for all of the, you who don't really know me, I'm four foot 11. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I started out as goalie and did that for a while. Um, didn't make the team the next year because there was someone who moved from Wisconsin oh. who was a goalie also Stupid and, Wisconsin you know, people. taller. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then I started playing um, other positions and made the team again the next year mm-hmm. um, and played on that team until I um, hurt my knee. So pretty much I played every season. So we did tournaments during the summer. I had um, the travel team during the fall. We played an indoor league during the winter. And then spring was a rec or school team. Mm -hmm. Um, So I played year-round soccer pretty much from like fifth grade on um, until I jammed my knee in a soccer game. And I bruised it so bad that um, I needed to be on crutches for three months. Mm-hmm. So they said I almost shattered it. <laughs> wow. Um, so, I, so that kind of ended my soccer career. Yeah. See, that's always unfortunate when some in 
get hurt and that's the end of it when you're young you know yeah that's, that's disappointing does it make it easier does it make it better? like do you enjoy watching soccer now if it's i do i love watching soccer and i'm actually i would love to like get back in and play in a league like just yeah. for fun um sure, yeah but i, I, I hurt my knee again later so i tore my mcl also mm. um playing frisbee in the rain mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> in costa rica so oh, yeah, that was yeah, that was like wow. you went, you went on a like a church mission trip to Costa Rica. Yeah, you tore your knee there, and it, your family was taking the trip to Korea like immediately afterward. Five days after I got back from Costa Rica. Yeah. <laughs> what a time! That's oh my. That's yeah. So luckily, one of the chaperones um, on the the mission trip was an ER doctor. Oh, well, <laughs> well, because, um, so like, I forget his, his wife was on the trip too. And she had like fallen down the stairs and thought she had broken her ankle or something. I don't even know, but they had gone to the hospital in like the capital of Costa Rica in San Jose and they did not have crutches. Huh. Wow. So when I tore my MCL, he's like, okay, so we're not going to have crutches. <laughs> Um, but he was able to like fax the letter because like, we called home and obviously with leaving shortly for the South Korea trip, we were like, okay, we need to get like an MRI and stuff yeah. in. And the doctors up uh, here were like, well, we can't do an MRI without having seen, or we can't like schedule an MRI without having seen your knee. Yeah. Right. Whatever. So and they just send a letter up. From so account. he faxed up like, "This is what I'm seeing." Blah 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 blah. So that they would be able to schedule the MRI before mm-hmm. yep. we left for Korea. Okay. But. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the Korea. Both of those trips kind of maybe. It was interesting. Bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah a, little more, <laughs> a little more difficult. Yeah, yeah. and uh, South Korea, not handicap accessible. Oh no. <laughs> like no. every store has like a little like four inch lip in the doorway to like get oh, yeah. in. I mean, so I can walk, yeah. um, you know, kind of. But luckily, so the hotel had a like wheelchair that they let us use and like take not because the hotel we stayed in one hotel in Seoul and then we kind of traveled around the country. And that hotel, though, let us take the wheelchair with us, mm-hmm. which was really nice. Yeah. Um, and so my dad was like pushing me around Korea. Um, so I could, like, get out of the wheelchair and, like, hop over the lip and, like, lift the wheelchair over the yeah. thing. But, um, yeah. yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. the easiest. Oh. Um, Caleb, ask another question. <laughs> <laughs> I received information through a back channel that you, both your parents worked for Bristol-Myers Squibb. Oh, okay. In New Jersey. There you go. There you go. Okay. So, Apparently he texted my mom. Yeah. So you get... I know you also did Korean dance. I did Korean dance, right. So um, Holland was actually an area where there were a lot of Korean adoptees. Um, And so there was a Korean immigrant woman there who taught us how to do some of the traditional dances. Um, And uh, so pretty much elementary school through middle school, um, we were in kind of, it was like a little culture group that met once a week. Mm-hmm. And we went and did dances at local festivals, and there was a Korean uh, church in Grand Rapids that we would go dance for. Mm-hmm. So I have all the like costumes and fans and masks. Mm-hmm. And we everything. have like a bunch of Korean Christmas tree ornaments now. Yep. Huh. 
Well, those so those things those that are the tassels. ornaments are um, tassels that would hang on the mm-hmm. um, traditional yeah. costumes. And like the extent of it us for us now is we make Korean food on New Year's Day every year. Yeah. It's like a family tradition. And oh. uh, yeah. And you played flute too. Played flute. Yeah. Yep. That was my I also played bass clarinet sort of. Oh, okay. Uh, my senior year, because my so I was in band in high school purely for uh, the social aspect. Okay. I was, was not. Those were nice questions. <laughs> I was not good at all. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, so I went to a huge high school. Um, w- my graduating class was, ironically, four hundred and twenty people. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> well. One of my friends that was a really good friend in middle school, and we had kind of grown apart in high school, but she dropped out um, just before graduation because of her... She um, out. <laughs> yes. Because of her drug use, and she joked that she did that just so we could have 420 yeah. people. <laughs> That's funny, because I think we had 420 people in our whole high school. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Our graduating <laughs> right. class was so 90. About 100 yeah. people, a little over 100 people per yeah. graduating class. So. Yeah. so at this point, my high, like my hometown high school is now two buildings. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have two high schools now. Um, you kind of went to a school in an environment where you might meet somebody you've never met before in high school because they always yes. did that in movies, and I could never understand that concept. Well, yeah, or like oh, someone I may have met but like never talked to or knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Like yeah, yeah. I so wouldn't remember us, at all. In our graduating class, and Caleb's still obviously, if you talk to him, mm-hmm. uh, knows everyone in this class. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they so they were scheduling our 10-year reunion, and they had to do it at this big banquet hall because it needed to be able to hold. Like, if you think, okay, 420 people plus a spouse. Both of them are married, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you need to be able to hold at least 500 people probably. I mean, if yeah, only half least. the people came, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they did it, and then it was like, okay, so it's going to be $50 a person, and that doesn't include alcohol, and I'm just like, screw that. <laughs> so, and so they canceled it, because no one wanted to do it. They canceled wow. their 10-year reunion. And for us, it's just like everyone show up at Pasquale some night, and that was about it. Yeah, that was kind of a loose, like, well, for, it's, it's more convenient now with Facebook to organize these sort of things, but yeah, just kind of like put out like a Facebook event the and then like everyone just kind of shows up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I think there were still some like informal things, but I think everyone was like, the people that I want to keep talking to, I have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And well, why pay 50 bucks for some crappy banquet hall food? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's that's another thing about these days is they say like the, the, the age of the, uh, the reunion is kind of not really... It's nice to get together in person, but everyone is pretty well connected on Facebook these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know. not everyone, but most people. The people that are going to want to go to a reunion are, Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think there's a lot of, like, I didn't go to my 10-year reunion because I lived so far away and we just had a baby. So, um, you know, it wasn't going to happen. But um, I'm connected. It's like, I'm friends with, like, 80% of my graduating class. On Facebook, you know. Yeah. So. You already know what they're up to. And I got the invite yeah. and I saw who was going. And I'm like, nope, not going to hang out with Norman Stanaway and Eric Martin. Not going to happen. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm done seeing you guys. <laughs> I never had a problem with anybody from my graduating class. I would like to see them. But, you know. Yeah. So It's, my 15, it's 15 years for me this year. 
It's our tenure college this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Getting emails for that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we are getting old. <laughs> the theme of this show, damn, we're old. So, how the fuck did we get here? Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, you. So, so, Megan, you, what, what were you going to ask, Caleb? I, had a great I was going to move on to college, but if you got something. So else. was I. I'm going to ask my question. Okay. <laughs> so, you were uh, getting ready to go to college, and you had a choice to make, or did you not have a choice to make? Did you know where you were going the whole time? Or? I did not know where I was going the whole time. Um, I was looking for a small liberal arts school, so I'd applied to a bunch of little fancy things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what did you apply? I applied. Um, so, and I applied to Kalamazoo College, where I ended up going. I also applied to um, Grinnell, which is in Iowa, mm-hmm. and Carleton, which is in Minnesota. Yes. Um, so they're all less than 2,000 people, yep. small liberal arts schools. I knew I was going to go into chemistry. Um, yeah. I knew that since, like, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so it was, like, take your daughter to work day or whatever, and I went and yeah. went with my dad to work. Yeah. Um, and like, Ooh, HPLC reverse no, phase. No, it, stu- <laughs> it was the stupid thing. I got to Ooh, use phosphate buffer. Sorry, I got to use a little <laughs> scupula. <laughs> yup, scupula, <laughs> which is a tiny spoon, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> and weigh some powder out yeah. on a scale. And I thought that that little spoon was the coolest thing ever. And mm-hmm. so then I was in chemistry after. Oh, that. I'm hooked because of the <laughs> glassware. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, did you get to QS a volumetric flask? Anything like that? Nope. And I don't even know what it was he had me weigh out because obviously it wasn't it was like active or anything. Or yeah, it was <laughs> baking soda or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Some white powder, but that I, is what I mean, and I've always liked math and science. Like I was in advanced science classes through my whole mm-hmm. like I skipped eighth grade science. Completely, mm-hmm. which is ironic, because now I teach that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't have an experience. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do here? <laughs> um, and I, uh, I, you know, was advanced in math. Um, mm-hmm. So So my yeah. question for you is, you, you did you get into all these places then? Um, I did not get into Grinnell. Oh, really? I got into Carleton. Got into K. I think I also applied at like Harvard or something just for the just hell for the, of it. Yeah, worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you get to pay a fee for that though? Yeah. Yeah, like fifty dollars worth. Because if yeah. I got in, yeah. I could just say that I got in. To get into yeah. Carleton, <laughs> to get into Carleton, do you have to send them a video of you doing the Carleton? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I, I definitely would not have gotten in. <laughs> okay. Had I. I I don't know if you know my dance moves, Brad, but they're yeah, not. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, was Kate was so you ended up choosing. Uh, was that was that though like the one you really wanted or, or? Um. So, in the end, with like the study abroad, like mm. the study abroad was really what sold me on the school, yeah. um, and especially as someone who I knew I was going to do chemistry and science, that I could still get out in four years. Um, but study abroad also, um, that was a huge, Mm -hmm. huge selling point for me. Yeah. They've really built that program up like crazy and that does attract, it attracted me there. Oh, I get to travel the world and I still get to graduate on time. You know, and it's sort of like built into the class schedule that you get to do this kind of thing. I mean, I admittedly was very 
um, I don't know if blessed is the word, but I was very lucky that growing up, I was able to travel a lot. So obviously I did Costa Rica, South Korea. I was able to go with my high school to Greece for a week. Um, so I was able to travel a lot growing up and I just loved it. And obviously I still do because we still do it a lot. We still, yeah. Yeah. Or at least as much as we can. (laughs) Up until like a month from now. (laughs) Um, but so that study abroad and living abroad was something that really drew me into the school. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we'll talk about your college and post-college life, but we need to play the UP game, which okay. I'm not sure how much you're going to be able to help out with this. <laughs> let's go ahead and roll a, roll, roll, roll a random number from uh, 1 to 275, Brad. Okay. I will take uh, 21. Let me check what 21 is. 21 is the bustling metropolis of Big Bay. Big Bay. Yeah. I've been oh, to Big I've been Bay. To Big Bay a number of times. Yeah. So Big Bay is pretty much like north of Marquette. North of Marquette. And there's only one way into Big Bay and it's oh, no, there's more than one way into Big Bay, isn't there? Well, there's one main way. Yeah, the main way is you pretty much you go past like Tourist Park and you go past um Sugarloaf, right? Or is it Hogsback? <laughs> yeah, no, it was both. It goes by both. You, you go there, and then you, like, go past Phil's 550 store. That's right, it's on 550 is the road going up there. And then you just keep going there, and the road kind of ends at Big Bay hmm. up there. Yeah. There's another way. If you take um, if you take uh, County Road 510, yeah. and it turns into the dirt road, apparently it goes all the way to Big Bay. Yeah, you take 510 past the old steel bridge, it turns into dirt. And that's where they like the Eagle Mine is up there, and I believe the trucks on the Eagle Mine take that road down. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah, pretty sure as well. That was all in development when I left, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can get to it that way. I've never gone that way. I've only got the furthest I've gone on 510 that way was um, there's like a boat launch on there that we used to go swimming at this on is, the Dead River. Didn't Ellerbrook live back there, kind of off that road on the back road? I believe he did. Well, I remember yeah. I went to I went to Amanda Nordyke's house once, and that was like way back up there too. So. No, hers wasn't that far out. It wasn't that far out? It was up a huge no. cliff, though. It was up a huge cliff, I've been too. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't that far out. Okay. Um, that hints a little bit. But uh, anyway, uh, Big Bay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember there was a goldfish. We used to go because my parents, my grandparents actually, especially, used to camp at the... What's this? That's, that's in Big Bay. Lake Independence, is that Big Bay? Yeah, Lake Independence. There was like a campground there, though. Yeah. I what it's called. But uh, take a camper up there all the time, like bef- like before I was born. But like when we're going there, like one of some relative had their camper out at the there. We used to go there once in a while. Is and it I remember per- Perkins County Park? Is that right? No. Okay, I don't remember that. So I know it's like right when you get into town, there's the camping right there. Right? Yeah, there's the 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 the, the on the left, mm-hmm. and there's the campground on the right. It was, I, I got up there a couple of times. I remember when you swim in the Independence right there, they had it buoyed off, but you could walk out like a hundred and it's still like knee-deep water. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just drops off. Yep. Um, so I have been to Big Bay just a couple of times. Uh, the I guess there's two claims to fame for Big Bay, and one of them is Baycliff Health Camp. There is this mm. huge uh, summer camp that's mainly for disabled kids. Mm-hmm. up there and it's like a six or seven week camp and it's free for kids to go to 
And, like, whenever anybody, like, the Harley riders of the UP have a fundraiser, they're raising money for Baycliffe Health Camp, usually. Yeah. There's, like, a Camp Sunshine or something like that. Yeah. Down in the the LP. It's kind of supposed to be a, like, a respite for parents for the summer to send their, you know, disabled kids here. So my mom actually worked there for a week one summer and cleaned teeth, as she does. And I ended up, like, staying at Baycliffe for a day or two with my cousin Alicia. Mm. Um, She came up that summer, too. And so it was pretty interesting to see this camp and, like, all the wonderful stuff that they're doing there for all these kids. Um, The other claim to fame is Anatomy of a Murder was filmed there. Yeah, that's a big part of it, yeah. Yeah, and that was 1959. It was, I forget who was in it, but it was basically a courtroom, yeah. Uh, 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 Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, Jimmy Stewart was in it. It was a Robert. It was a uh, Robert Traver book that they filmed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Jimmy Stewart. I just watched it not long ago for the first time. It's actually a pretty good movie, despite the fact that it's really long. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's really long, but it's really good. One hundred and sixty minutes, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, I should watch. I believe it's really good. Actually, it's 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 very interesting. It's mostly just drama, but Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's interesting. Why would you film in Big Bay? Like, hey, why? Yeah, like, out of anywhere in the world, if you're filming in a courtroom, you'd film Big Bay. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. A lot of good scenes of the uh, Marquette Courthouse in that movie, though. And there's the opening scene where he's driving through Ishpeming. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Drives past Old Ish Congress. <laughs> oh, awesome. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like in uh, uh, Catfish, too, where they're driving Catfish. past the same spot. Same, literally the exact same spot. That's in two movies. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so that's Big Bay for you. I've really haven't. Oh, like I can tell you one more thing about Big Bay. Though yeah. I can tell you the last time that I was there, my dad was playing with the, the band at what's the what's the bar in Big Bay? There's the one bar, the Lumberjack Tavern. Yeah, the Lumberjack. He was playing there like in the afternoon, like a pig roast or something, and they were playing. And this was at the time when I was dating the only ex girlfriend that I have, Jenny Jenkins. Yep, and we picked her up from her. She was staying with a family at the time, and uh, we picked her up, and we went out, and her and I spent the day in Big Bay. Her grandma lived there or something, or some some relative lived there. We went to her house, mm-hmm. and we walked on the beach and just walked around Big Bay. Yeah. I know a couple people from, like, Ishpeming, Nagani, who retired to Big Bay, and I wouldn't think you would retire north, but they did. So mm-hmm. I think land is cheap up there, I guess. Oh, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah, and I remember Big Bay too. Another thing about Big Bay is I remember when they started shipping all the Big Bay kids to Nagani High School. That's right. Yeah, were they like the Vargos? Were they? Yeah, and so then all of a sudden we had these new kids from Big Bay that came to school. Yeah, which I can't even remember which ones they were, but um, I, I I believe it was Clay and Chad Vargo were from Big Bay. Were the Betcher sisters from Big Bay, or were they from Michigami? I don't remember. Uh, Stephanie Betcher and whatever the yeah, one. I know who they are. I yeah. Just don't, I don't. Yeah. So all right. So that's Big Bay. I'll give Big Bay, because um, it's in Marquette County, I'll give it three Carl Bonax. How about you? Three and a half Carl Bonax. I spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice little area. How about you, Megan? How many Big how, Have you been to Big Bay? I have never been to Big Bay. Okay. Just based on what you've heard today, how many Carl Bonax would you give it out of five? I have no idea. Do you know who Carl Bonax is? I don't. Okay. <laughs> that's what Carl said. That's what Carl said. Yeah. Speaking of Carl Bonax with a K... <laughs> Let's get back to K College. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, way to transition that one. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm the Segway King. So you go to You're off to college. Yeah. Off to college. When was when did you take your first drink? When did you drink your first alcohol at college? Did you before college? I did, I did before college. <gasps> <laughs> I so I was pretty straight laced. Uh, I must admit, growing up. Yeah. Um, but part of this trip to Greece, our parents signed a waiver that we could have a uh, drink of ouzo on the cruise ship. Yeah. So you got wasted. <laughs> so I got ouzo. Mm-hmm. I was not as wasted. So I'm going to go back to this funny high school story. Um, so on this trip, it was, a, it was the Greek and or it was the Latin club that did this trip to Greece. And I was not in Latin. I was in German. Um, but because they were going to Greece, I was like, hey, can I go? Because I'm Greek. Yeah. <laughs> quarter, you know, quarter Greek. Mm-hmm. Come on, let me go. And they let me come. Um, but so it was the Latin teacher who is a very large woman. Um, and then all the Latin kids who are in Latin. And so we're on, we did this like three day cruise around the islands. And uh, we we're on the cruise ship and we had this, like we had to meet at one point and um, the Latin teacher was completely drunk. Mm-hmm. And so was one of the students. <laughs> <laughs> but she was wearing this, like, sequin sparkly silver top. And um, so the student who was drunk <laughs> goes to the teacher who was drunk. You look like a very shiny disco ball. <laughs> She's this, like, huge woman. Like, and we're just all like... And she's, she just laughed. She, she was so out of it, she didn't even realize what was happening. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, Uzo was my like first, first drink of alcohol. What about when you got to college? When I got to college? Um, Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice, that's right. <laughs> Smirnoff Ice was my drink of choice. Yeah. I did not like beer at all. You and your roommate Ashley were like pounding Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice, ice. Right. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I mean, that was also the time when that was extremely popular. Yes. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie that I, I drink a fair share of Smirnoff Ices in my for sure. <laughs> and thing, also was... um, raspberry vodka and lemonade. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was, oh, yeah, that brings back memories of, like, Bacardi sophomore Raz. year. <laughs> yeah. Just drink Bacardi Raz. Yep, no, it was Bacardi Raz. Maybe, maybe yeah. so maybe it was, I don't even remember. Bacardi Raz in Lemonade. In, like, Country Time? In, like, like, yeah, like, the Crystal Light or Country Time. Crystal Light Lemonade. Crystal Light, yes. (laughs) Awesome. I don't think there's any more uh, early 2000s uh, (laughs) than Bacardi Raz and Crystal Light. (laughs) That was back when Lemonade was the only flavor you could get from Crystal Light. I just remember to drink Crystal Light all the time. We don't drink it anymore, but we I totally do. <laughs> we still do, actually. <laughs> nice. yeah. So let's. I haven't added uh, raspberry Bacardi Raz to it lately, though. Maybe we'll have to. Yeah. Not, let's, <laughs> why don't you wait a month? All right. Uh, we bought a bottle of vodka last week for the first time in know, ten years. Really? Oh. Uh, Some fully made vodka, but anyway. Um, let's let's go through you in college before you post college because or before I get involved, so to speak. Okay. So before you get involved, um, yeah. So like a day? Is yeah, that what exactly. you're no, I'm just saying like independent of me, what you did <laughs> in college, <laughs> which is difficult because it didn't take long, but for you to meet me. But mm-hmm. so you got to college. You were a chemistry major. Yep. 
Um, you took a bunch of German classes. Yeah. Uh, I'm filling in the gaps That's here. That's pretty much. That's pretty much it. Yeah, um, I took a couple art classes. You were like an ACS chemistry major, which yeah. kind of implied higher end. I'm gonna take more classes. But I don't think I actually ended up getting that certification on my degree. Okay. Because. And then you ended up studying abroad. Where did you go? Yeah. I went to Erlangen, Germany, mm-hmm. which is just north of Nuremberg. So if you think back to World War II, Nuremberg trials of all the Nazis. Mm-hmm. So it's about 20, 30 minutes by train north yep. there. So in Bavaria. And Erlangen is like where Siemens is based out of? Yep. The company? Oh, yeah. Um, wow. And uh, it's kind of north Bavaria. Northern yeah, northern Fran- Bavaria. It's called Franconia. Have you ever heard of Frankenmuth? That Franken yeah. is that part of Germany, that yeah. northern oh, okay. Bavaria. Cool. Northern Bavaria. So. Yeah, I don't know much about German. Uh, uh, Bavaria, Bavaria is the big, like, it's lederhosen. Like, it's the Texas of Germany. Yeah. They're super uh-huh. proud, and they're from <laughs> Bavaria before they're from Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so then... Yeah, that's, that's pretty so, much... So, I mean, it's university town, but I went to all, like, the normal classes. So my program was, like, they had a single um, a phonetics class, so how do you pronounce German correctly class yes. um, for international students. But otherwise, I was in all the regular classes. Mm-hmm. So I took um, a bunch of chemistry classes, actually. Um, in Germany. In Germany. Okay. Right. Um, in German. One so, was in English. One was in German. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Did you ever run into the problem, like, uh, you know, when you try to speak French to a French person and they answer back in English and it's irritating? Do they do that in Germany, too? Not. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. yeah. But there's... I, I didn't have a lot of that issue, though. But they won't, like, stick your nose up at you like they do in France? No. Like, they'll let you try. Mm-hmm. They'll let you try, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the like first thing you notice in Germany is if you're trying to cross the street, everyone waits for the, you know, crosswalk guy. Yeah. Like, in, in America, people jaywalk. will just, like, run right across. In Germany, you do not jaywalk. You stand there and you wait, even if nobody's coming. And wow. it's just, like, a super cultural thing there, and everyone mm-hmm. gets nasty looks if you jaywalk. Yeah. If you so. walk across prior to the light changing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and then I also took modern Greek... That's right. In German. Yeah, and that it, was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine it would be. Yeah. Nick Gar is so schwer, something like that. But, so, um, yeah, you, you, you took, you went on a couple trips when you were there too, right? Yeah, they took, so our program from K um, took us to like Austria. And then um, this university had a trip for the international students up to Berlin. Mm-hmm. Then I went on. Mm-hmm. Um, then you and I took some trips, but we'll, yeah, yeah, we went to Berlin. We went to we went to um, Grimmen, which is north of Berlin. We went to Poland. For Grimmen was later. No, that was two thousand four. Uh, I think that was our two thousand six. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we went down to Rome. That was two thousand four because yes. John Paul was still alive then. John yes. Paul II. And the tsunami happened on our way That's right. from Rome to Paris. Or no, from Bern to Paris. Yeah, I remember getting the newspaper, and it was like the Financial Times. It was pink. It was like massive disaster, tsunami, earthquake. And I remember we had to train, change trains in Zurich, and there was like a 
running sign thing that said, over 100,000 people dead. <laughs> oh my God. That was the one in the, the Philippines? Yeah, in Indonesia and all of that. Indonesia, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thailand, mm-hmm. or not... Thailand, yeah. Yeah, Thailand got because there are K students, K students who were in, in our class at Thailand and they were scuba diving that day. Off oh. the coast of Phuket. Yeah. But they, and the wave went under their boat. Whoa. Yeah. And so they came back in and came back in further than they had gone out because yeah. there was no longer a shore <laughs> to land on. Exactly. Yeah. Shit. yeah. That was crazy. So yeah. wow. So then uh I guess we can involve me. Me and you met like a month in to not even year. not even because um so at K K K is on trimesters instead of semesters. That's right. I remember that. So the actual school year didn't start till like the end of September, mm-hmm. but um, they have a instead of having the freshman orientation stuff during the summer because there are so few people, they have you come like a week or two early. So you come your freshman year at the start of September, and then we're in these, like, freshman seminar classes where we get to know some kids, whatever. And my roommate was in Caleb's freshman seminar. And I did not like my freshman seminar group. And so, like, after our classes, we would all, like, hang out. Like, they would, like, organize little things with our freshman seminar Mm -hmm. groups. And so her group was, like, going out to dinner at a restaurant downtown. Old Peninsula. Yes. Yep. And I asked, or she asked if I could come along, and they said I could. Mm-hmm. So that's when I first met Caleb. Yep. And I saw her on campus, like, a week before this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she's kind of cute. So we were crossing paths by Mandel. You know where, like, the two paths cross? Mm-hmm. By OU and Mandel? Where there's that arch. Where there's that arch, and I'm like, hey, she's cute. So it, it worked out in the end. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. yeah so I, after that i don't know how did we stay in touch like i remember we, we went out to that dinner uh-huh and then i remember inviting then, so you then to there our was... dorm because we had a new couch or something i sent you an email and i had i said we have a new couch do you want to come over here and hang out <laughs> in our cultural splendor do you remember that i don't remember okay. that cultural splendor cultural splendor it's a good show title <laughs> um well i remember so i mean there's the whole church connection yeah i had a scholarship from the methodist church and i felt obligated to keep going as a result yeah and um you grew up methodist too yeah so um there was another person in your freshman seminar ryan is that jesus ryan jesus ryan that's right (laughs) because he looked like jesus and he loved jesus it's (laughs) true That's to differentiate him from Linux, Ryan? Yes. Okay, all right. (laughs) Um, But he was going to go to that church, too. Yeah. And so there was, like, a little group of us. Let's all go to the Methodist church together. Who were like, hey, let's figure out how to go to the the church together. Yep. And so that's kind of how. And then I came came with you because you were doing the piano for the... For the praise band praise for band the service, Saturday night service. Which yeah. you hate that, so I don't know why you did it. Because uh, of the scholarship. I know. I felt guilty. Anyways. Mm-hmm. But so I would come to that service. So our first date was in church then? Well, we weren't dating yet. The no. first date was the homecoming dance. You asked me the homecoming dance. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And he was really cute because he brought two roses over. One for me and one for my roommate because he knew that she didn't have a date to the dance. I did that? Oh. And then she's like, she gave me the rose. <laughs> 
Why would I do that? Knowing her now. Ugh, why did I do that? <laughs> I and then it were I don't remember like how it blossomed from there, but apparently it did. Apparently it did. Yeah. And I my roommate and I hated each other because of that. She hated me though. I had, yeah, she I had didn't like Caleb. Yeah. And so then we actually moved out. So at K you are required to live on campus through your junior year. Junior year? Well, yes. so junior year, you're on study abroad, so, like, you're not there for two-thirds of the year. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but part of that is because it's such a small school mm-hmm. that if they let everybody live off campus, there wouldn't be, like, a campus yeah. community at all. Gotcha, yeah. So um, they do – I mean, there are exceptions. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are from Kalamazoo – Yeah, oh, yeah. But um, – yeah, so they pretty much they make you live on campus. Um, yeah. So halfway yeah, I that for a lot of schools, but it's usually only freshman year. But. Yeah, yeah, for us it was like we came back from study abroad, we had to move back into the dorms. Yeah, right <laughs> which was interesting. Yeah, so you guys had a following, like, but it, we worked together. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, living on campus is an experience that I always felt like I missed out on. It's that kind of like you know the breeding ground so to speak of partying and hanging out with people and going to each other's dorm rooms and getting shit-faced yeah. and doing drugs and having sex it's all that kind of stuff you know it's exactly what i feel like i missed out on. especially all the time that since bethany was going to college and now she works at a gone to campuses like every day for the last you know however many years since yeah. like 2004 that like it was never a part of I didn't go to so you're like constantly reminded of it yeah, like, like, you missed this. Mm-hmm. You missed out on this. You didn't do this. <laughs> I don't feel bad. But, no. Yeah. But, um, so, like, halfway through our sophomore year, we're like, um, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, like, you guys broke up, so to speak. As yes. Well. So, and then, yeah, it, wor- it worked out. It worked out. But. Because when the juniors come back, so for the spring, pretty much you can, you have the opportunity to switch rooms. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyways, you get through studied abroad, and we finish up, and I was also a chem major at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, We both are getting close to graduating, and then what did we decide? Well, I... We lived together on Ingleside Terrace. It was me and Megan and Mondi, who we lived with. Mondana Jamshidi, she is... She was an art major. She's pretty cool. I don't know. I think she didn't like me. I don't think it's a problem. (laughs) Nobody cares now. Well, I think it's funny, because I think... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to go into detail. Oh, sorry. We don't apparently, need to I'm not good at living with other women. Yeah? <laughs> it's like leaving your tampon wrappers out. And... No. I don't know. Um, but, so, what if we have a girl, then? Is I that going to bode poorly we'll for see. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fighting, yeah. So, we get near the end of college, and what did we decide? We were living together uh-huh. um, off campus, and what did we decide at that point? Well, I had applied for grad school. Mm-hmm. At UW. Yeah. Madison, actually. And I hit a point where I'm like, I'm sick of college right now. I just want to get out into the real world. Yeah. And for me, it was kind of like, for some people, like, it's implied that you're going to go into like a trade of some kind just mm-hmm. based on backgrounds. And some people, it's implied that you go to college. For me, because both my parents had um, like master's and PhD, like graduate school is almost like an implied yeah thing <laughs> like yeah you're gonna go to grad school of course you're gonna go to grad school yeah and in chemistry specifically and i know through my experience it is probably a pretty good idea yeah um but i also really loved living abroad and you know just to kind of bring it back to that so i um 
had when I was taking the science classes. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep pulling he out the earbud. Keep pulling the earbud out of my ear. <laughs> I'll um, <lean> closer. <laughs> um, I had I was taking the science classes, and there was actually a professor at the university in Germany who was from Lower Michigan. Um, and so I got in contact with him and was like, hey, so if I got some funding, could I come work in your lab for a year? Um, and he's like, yeah, sure. So I applied for a Fulbright mm-hmm. fellowship um, and actually received it, Yes, which was pretty amazing. And at the same time, I'm like, I want to live in Europe, too. And so I applied for a uh, French assistant program, which I talked about on my interview. And I ended up in France, and you ended up in Germany. Yeah. So I actually got the letters for both programs on the same day. So mm-hmm. I got that I did not get into UW yeah. grad school, and I was that was the first letter I opened, and I was so bummed. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I got, I don't remember if I got a letter or an email about the Fulbright, like, yeah. the same Congratulations. time. So like, yeah, you got it. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of work did you do there? So, they were in the process. (laughs) They were coming up with chemicals that were catalysts for reactions. Yeah. But they were adding on, essentially, an equivalent of Teflon Mm -hmm. to the catalyst, so they could then recycle the catalyst easily, because Teflon attracts Teflon. Like, that's the only thing that sticks to Teflon, so you could pull it out, Mm -hmm. back out of the reaction. Um, So, they were trying to add um, Teflon equivalent so fluorinated carbon chains to uh inorganic catalysts like the metallics metal center catalyst nickel catalyst nickel catalyst adding teflon to it so you can yeah. pull it back out of the reaction when you're yeah. done okay and i was not successful <laughs> <laughs> i i pretty much like i didn't really like screw around but i wasn't like super you super serious about serious. it like because it wasn't my project mm-hmm. like I was like, yeah, you're paid. I'm getting paid to like live in Germany, and I'll do some chemistry on the side. Yeah. But if it doesn't <laughs> right. work, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what happens in science a lot of the time. And just like, eh, it didn't work. We tried. Now we know that there's a journal called the what, Journal of Failed Experiments or something like oh. that that you can publish in. If you can be like, this didn't work. We thought this would work. It didn't work. So at least it's written down somewhere, and then nobody else has to try it and make sure it doesn't work for them. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Exactly. <laughs> Save some people some time. Save some time. Did this work? No, it didn't work. No. <laughs> they tried it here, see? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was, uh, like, you are there a whole year. Yeah. And in the meantime, I was in France until May of 2007, and you had your own apartment. You are back in Erlangen. Back in Erlangen. Yep, and living by yourself. Because mm-hmm. the first time you had a roommate, Tamer. Right, because yeah. that was set up by our college yep. university, the apartments that we were in the first time. Yeah. And then this one, I had to, like, find an apartment to live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, oh, I can tell the fun story about when I first got there. So it was an unfurnished apartment. And yeah. um, I'm like, okay, yeah. I can do this. There's an Ikea in the next town over. Right? I'll go furnish yeah. my apartment at Ikea. So I go to Ikea, and I, like, spend half a day and, like, get, you know, like, an apartment worth of stuff. Like, fold-out couch and, like, all this stuff all together. And I get up to the register, and I did it for under $500, which I, or 500 euro, I guess, mm-hmm. which I was pretty impressed, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I get up to the thing, and they don't take non-chipped credit cards. Yeah. Oh, so this is like so this is my second day or not even my second my first day like 
I arrive in Germany in the morning, go, like, get my keys and stuff, and then head to Ikea, because I don't have anywhere to sleep. Like, it's a hardwood floor studio apartment Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's empty. (laughs) Um, So I had, like, 100 euros on me in cash. So I grabbed, like, a pillow and a blanket and, like, some dishes maybe. Like, whatever I could grab yeah. that I and what I thought I would need and then put everything back. Else, I was just like, I'm just going to leave this here. Sorry. And so, you know, your debit card, you can withdraw however much per day in cash. Yeah. So yeah. I went back home or went back to the town, withdrew the maximum that day. The next morning, withdrew the maximum for that day yeah. and went back and yeah. found everything again at IKEA. Find everything. Yeah. <laughs> So I showed up. You spent all day looking for it. You couldn't even get it. Yeah. And you had to find it again. Yes. Yeah, I remember because we went there and we'd take the bus back. And we had yeah, like so, each table on the bus. I mean, like Ikea is on the edge of town, right? Yeah. So oh. I had to take the train to the next town and then take the bus from the train station out to the Ikea. Mm-hmm. And then... I, and I, I feel like like I walked down Hauptstrasse on Erlangen with this table or something. Probably. Yeah. I had some of it delivered, but it cost... It was like 10%. It was like 10% or 5% of whatever the cost of the item was to deliver it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, you know, carried whatever I could and yeah. had two of the huge blue bags over my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm... When you were in that apartment, I remember coming over and we watched the Tigers in the World Series. Yeah. In 2006. And then I ended up moving in with you in May, and I spent the summer of 2007 with you until... We, until I, July. Until I flew back in July. Yeah. And you were... Whatever, Caleb, that ended before whatever... Yeah. Because you were like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, I was like, hang out in Germany. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Which is what I did. Yeah. yeah. So, we come back, and... um you went back to Holland, and I went back to the UP, and we're like, okay, well, we're going to, like, shack up here. Well, we, we talked about it before leaving Germany, because I had a interview with um, Covance, a phone interview with Covance while I was in Germany. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. With um, Covance in Madison. Here. Yeah. Yes. So we had kind of decided, you know, okay, we're not... Cause even him in France and me in Germany, you know, long distance, that mm-hmm. sense was a pain. Yeah. Right. So, so you're like, if we're going to keep doing this, we got to move in. And I said, okay. Or at least live in the same. Yeah. And so you had the interview at Covance and I'm like, yeah, Madison, sure, whatever. Well, I didn't want to live in Holland. You didn't want to live in Yeah. Germany. It was kind of, you know, neither of us want to live where our either set of parents lived. Yes. Yeah. And, um... What's a place that will have a lot of chemistry jobs? Yes, and is somewhat equidistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that was it. It was more up in the upper Midwest and had jobs. Yeah. So we ended up in Madison. Um, I got a job at Hydrate. You got a job at um, SAFC, which is Sigma Aldrich Fine Chemicals. Yep. And for a good year, we both worked night shift. Yep. Okay. And that was like the 12 hour night shift. And I remember watching the Olympics in China, like in the middle of the night. It was like 2 a.m. and it was a night off. And we were watching the boat races in China and stuff. <laughs> we're, like, we're up anyways, whatever. Yeah. That was that house was on. 2008, right? Yeah, that was that house on Femrite that you and Bethany and yeah, Andy stayed at. I went, I went there twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went there because uh, we, came, we came down. For a concert that was in the watch. The Angels and Airwaves? 
That, yeah, Angels and Airways, that was the second time we came, I think. Because okay. I think I'd already been there before once. All right. So I think we came down. I went to a Brewers game, and then we drove over to Madison, and we saw Timmy Runstrom. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we went to your house, too. Your brother was living there already at the time. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, was he? Yeah, because right, like immediately when we moved there, we went out to Old Chicago with him and his girlfriend at the time. Like, yeah, in that he first moved week. there like the week of Thanksgiving or two. So. Okay, or maybe it was after. So maybe it was, we moved about that, Labor it. Day of two thousand seven. Okay, because we came in. It was like August of '07 when we came to visit. I'm pretty sure that you were there and Timmy was there, but my brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because then we came back in February of '08. Mm-hmm. We came back. The second time with Andy. Okay. Yeah. yeah so you were in that house both times. Okay. Pretty sure. We lived Somewhere. there. We lived there two years. Two years. Yeah. Then we ended up on the west side. You changed jobs at yeah. a certain point in time. So, uh, Matt's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jen was working for a company on the west side. Um, and I was like, well, there's this, it's like a teaching training job. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be a teacher. Like, <laughs> oh, but I get, but I hate night shift. So I guess I'll apply. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was at Gilson. That was at Gilson, who they make all like the little lab instruments. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what you see on CSI, but kind of that kind of kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Automated manual liquid handling equipment. Yeah. Um, and so I was teaching people how to use them and the software and then um you were there once say three or four or five years four years yep and also doing stuff on them to be published to like prove that our instruments are amazing mm-hmm. application yes. notes as they <laughs> yes. call it and then one day you sat me down and you're like i don't like what i'm doing anymore yes and how did that go <laughs> so remember when i said eh, i guess i'll apply for it you know i don't really want to do teaching yeah yeah, it was totally the opposite. <laughs> like, I got to do the teaching, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like, I like trying to figure out how to explain things to different people and, um, you know, try to figure out how to teach the same stuff to people who, you know, have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, um, the job was getting stressful and frustrating, yeah. and I'm like, you know what? I really like this teaching thing. I'm only getting to do it, like, once you know, every, every, once in a while. every once in a while, I want to do it full time. Yeah. So was looking into post baccalaureate. So mm-hmm. after college degree teaching programs. Yep. Which you did. Which I did. Where did you go? I went to Cardinal Stritch University. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was an 18 month program. Yep. So um, a year of that is classes. And then um, the last bit is a semester of student teaching. Mm-hmm. So that that like, that's kind of a it makes a lot of sense because if you if this was something you wanted to do and it was kind of a minimal effort to get into it like eighteen months of of of, of prep for basically mm-hmm. all you really needed yeah yeah it was just it's pretty much like oh you already have a bachelor's degree here's all the teaching specific classes mm-hmm. um, pedagogy kind pedagogy of yeah. yeah and your certification is. I'm certified one through eight. Yep. For all, so first through eighth grade. Yep. So for all subject areas, but I have a chem, but I have a chemistry minor, so a minor. Yes. If, because of my chemistry degree. Yes. So. 
Um, so I also have a chemistry certification, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But I can't teach high school chemistry. Oh, you ever think about that being adding that to your repertoire just in case? Um, I don't know. I don't know how I deal with high school students. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you're already teaching eighth grade, correct? Yeah. And honestly, like when I went into it, I really wanted, and I still do, um, fourth and fifth grade. So like upper elementary, um, where they kind of still like school, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you can talk about more stuff than just like one plus one. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's like that's like the fun time of science class. Right, right. <laughs> so that's what I would love to do, fourth and fifth. Um, but so be- because of the fact that you have a chemistry degree already, yeah. In the inter- you've been mainly called back for interviews by places that are looking for middle school science positions. Yeah. So I mean, so I got my I finished my certification in January of two thousand. 13? Yeah, yep. And then I was a substitute teacher for that spring semester. Um, and essentially applied to like 60 different positions over the course of that summer. Mm-hmm. And only got a few callback interviews. And I applied mostly to elementary positions. Um, but then like in July and August, I was like, okay, crap, I don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I started applying to some middle school ones and actually got callbacks on some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, so I, the position that I got, I applied to, and it was like the week before school was going to start. Mm-hmm. And half an hour after I submitted my application, the principal called me and said, can you come in for an interview tomorrow? Yeah. They get desperate near the end of summer. <laughs> yeah. And I was they like... Were des- desperate. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, went in, applied, and there's, like, an older guy after me, and I'm like, oh, he's going to get it, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But I ended up getting it, yep. so. There you go, and you've been there ever since. Been there ever About since. two years. Eighth grade's a struggle for me, yeah. but. What's your, what's your school? What, yeah. what school? Um, I am in the school district of Janesville, um, and there are actually three middle schools there, so I'm at Franklin Middle School. Mm-hmm down there so that brings us up to the present day and there's only one other thing i want to bring up before we get to the lightning round and that is that you are a knitting aficionado oh yes yeah <laughs> uh give us the 30 second 30 second knitting, knitting history. history yeah um my dad was actually the knitter mm-hmm. so my dad really? yes um his mom taught him how to knit and then and so he like he knit our christmas stockings um, for my brother and sister and I, and um, knit. I don't. He didn't knit me a baby blanket, but he knit my brother and sister blankets. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't knit all the time, but he definitely knit. And my mom's mom also knits, and my grandma. But when I was like ten, I asked him to teach me how to knit. So I knit about seven inches of a scarf, and that was it. I put it away. Yeah. And then I got to college, and I had this boyfriend. <laughs> And um, he didn't like sentimental gifts. He wanted things that were, you know, practical. Was it Paul Kiefer? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, and so I was like, well, I could knit him, I could knit him a scarf and it would be practical because it's, you know, a warm scarf that he needs, but it would also be sentimental because I made it. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I knit him a scarf, Caleb a scarf. Mm-hmm. And then when I was studying it, no, it was the second time when I went back yeah. with the Fulbright, I was like, you know, Germans knit a lot. Yeah. And so um, I there was a knitting shop in the in Erlangen, and mm-hmm. I went in there and got some yarn and a book on how to knit socks that was in German. Yeah, Stricken Zocken or something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I knit that, or I figured out how to do that, and found the online knitting community, and it's been blossoming ever since. Blossoming ever since. All right. So, Brad, do you have any more questions? Uh, how do you feel about Justin Upton? <laughs> He's doing a pretty good job for the Tigers, I think. Not really. Not no, really? No. no. Striking out a ton. Okay. He's ran into a couple, but that's about it. Um, he was doing good. That's what I try to warn you. Watch, what, watch what's going to happen. You'll, you'll, you'll watch. He does a streak of good and then mostly strikes out. He'll, he'll have a couple games where he'll, he'll, all of a sudden you're like, oh, he's waking up, and then you'll go back to sleep. At the end of the year, you'll look like, wow, he hit like 80 with like 30 homers. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good numbers. Like, how, why, what, how? Because <laughs> all I saw was 200 strikeouts in the meantime. Yeah, exactly, and him arguing with the ump. And expanding the strike zone, swinging that stuff in the other batter's box. Yeah, it's terrible. It's like looking and then look at the ump and go, <laughs> and walk back. I must admit, this uh, baseball season, I've been rather distracted. Yeah. So. Hormones on your brain. <laughs> I suppose. All right. Uh, How you doing? I'm tired as hell. You want to go to the lightning round? Let's, let's go to the lightning round. Ooh. All right, we're in the lightning round. Okay, you ready? Yeah. You ready, Megan? I suppose. Okay. Okay. Lightning round, round Favorite. two. Go. Favorite candy bar? Three Musketeers. But true. Uh, travel destination you'd like to visit but have not been to. Ooh. Um. Ooh. This one's hard. Um. China. Wow. China. Least favorite chore. Litter box. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> based on my experience. Yeah. Pretty common answer. Uh, do you drink coffee? And if so, do you grind your own beans? Um, well, I have, well, I have recently started drinking it on the weekends again, but I haven't since about October drank coffee very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I drink coffee and yes, we grind our own beans. Good. We have, uh, the coffee maker has the grinder built in. Oh yeah, that's right. Those are good. Um, have you ever changed a tire? I have not personally ever changed a tire. No, I've also never had a flat tire. Knock nice. on wood. Uh, on my both, car. Both of those things I can say, uh, same for me. Um, favorite ice cream flavor? Mint chocolate chip is definitely my favorite. Why did you pick the moose tracks then? Because you well, picked been, mint chocolate okay, chip. Yeah. <laughs> I've been eating more of the moose tracks, to be quite honest. Moose tracks is like, moose tracks slash McNile and fudge, depending on what's available. Because, you know, in Wisconsin, we don't have McNile and fudge as much. That's true. Yes. Um, right. But that's my second. I'm tied to Island. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what is your opinion on hand sanitizer? Um, 
Considering I work in a school, I'm more pro sand sanitizer than most people, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite style and or brand of beer? Um, I have to say Saison is probably my favorite style, followed closely by Triples and Hefeweizens. <laughs> so, having learned how to drink beer in Bavaria, um, I tend to go for more of the wheat beers. Okay. Very good. Uh, when was your first beer? What kind was it? So, honestly, like, beer, it would have to have been in Germany. Like, I totally didn't drink beer until I went to Germany. Yes. And so, uh, probably a Hefeweizen. You never had, like, a sip of Oberon in college? As a freshman? Not before. No, I don't think so. Okay. I drank Smirnoff Ice. There you go. Yeah. Like we were the talking about. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bacardi Raz and Smirnoff Ice. That was my yep. drinking. Oh, okay. All right. What is the furthest south you've ever traveled in the world? Furthest south would be Costa Rica. Um, favorite song or three? Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. You have something. No, I... This is... Okay. This is the one thing, like, I never know song titles or musicians' names or anything. I'm awful about it. And I have a really hard time picking favorite songs. Mm-hmm. So, well, Go straight really... the whip, maybe? Maybe. Go straight the whip. <laughs> <laughs> Do <Dude> burn, <laughs> maybe? Yeah. You like that booty rap. Yeah, it's so thrilling. My students love it. Yeah. They're always dabbing. Oh, are they dabbing? All the time. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I pulled your, your earbud out. Again. Yeah. <laughs> pulled the earbud out while dabbing. Good job. <laughs> Favorite movie or three? Hmm. This one you can answer. This one I can answer. Why am I blanking then? Newsies is one of them. Newsies is a good movie. Mm-hmm. I like that. I don't know if... Uh, what do you always turn on when you're, only, you're the only one around? I always watch HGTV on Netflix. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Love Actually? Is that on the list? No. No? It wouldn't be on the list. Oh, uh, Dead Poet Society. There you go. It's my all-time favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never seen it, and it takes place in Nashville. Does it? Oh, great. Well, it's based off of, like, Montgomery Bell Academy, I'm pretty sure, which is, like, right down the street. Oh, cool. Um, where am I at? Okay, what is the last book you read? Um... Life-changing, what is that? The tidying up the KonMari book? Yeah, uh, tidying up the Japanese method for tidying up your life. Yes. Yes. Self-help book. About, like, throwing all of your stuff away, pretty much. And (laughs) and thanking your purse every day for the service that it does for you. Yes. (laughs) It's a good book, actually. It's good. It has some, you know, hokey points. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, How many push-ups can you do? At this point, <laughs> my belly is always touching the ground, so I can't really. <laughs> I laughed before I read it. Uh... <laughs> Although I made a student do 10 the other day before he we went to go get a drink instead of uh, yeah. going to, uh, giving me a pass to go use the bathroom. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, yeah, okay, this one. Uh, the chicken, the beef, the fish, or the pasta? Typically, I go with the pasta. Even though I'm not vegetarian, but uh, I think it could be a little more. I think it would be interesting, you know. Yeah. Carb load. Um, <laughs> your best pickup line. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't interviewed a girl. I just uh, pulled on my yeah. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That's my best just pickup flash line. The dude, pretty flash much. the dude, yeah. Yep. That's a pretty good one. Um, the best year of your life, calendar year or age, whichever you choose. Ooh. A lot of people have birthdays in the middle of the year, so kind of. You well, know. mine's a, mine's towards the beginning because mine's in February. But uh, I think, well, I'm hoping that this year is going to be the best year. Oh, really? I don't know. Shoot, I better get my kids get my rear in gear. <laughs> well, I mean, having a kid's kind of going to be hard to. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hard to top. Go hard to top. Yeah. <laughs> As we just saw, you guys were having a blast there a few minutes ago with your kids. Uh huh. <laughs> we had to put the kids to bed in record time, by the way. Um, where am I at? Oh yeah, Facebook or Twitter. I tend to scroll through Facebook more, but I've kind of gone away from both. I don't really post on anything anymore. I just look at other people's stuff. I think a lot of people do the same. Uh, Have you ever thought about how cool mnemonic tubes at the bank are? Totally. And we went through the bank ATM the other day and they had one and I was like, hey. Look how cool it is. Pneumatic (laughs) tubes. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) I love it. Uh, (laughs) uh, Okay. Favorite hair band? Uh, again, I don't get the music reference. Alexi Lawless really likes Rat, so you should oh, like really? Rat. So I should like Rat? Exactly, okay. yes. Okay, rat. Being a big soccer fan. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a lot of either or ones. Gas or charcoal? I like gas. Beach or mountains? Beach. <laughs> Michigan or Michigan State? Neither. <laughs> Best or and the worst vegetable. Ooh. Poor question. Best vegetable is asparagus. Mm, okay. Worst, but so and it, currently I'll have to you know put up my biases right now in pregnancy. I hate all vegetables. There you go. Um, yeah. worse though lima beans. Really? Oh yeah. You need yeah. green peppers over lima. Oh beans? no, so, green peppers. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even consider that at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in my purview. <laughs> Green peppers are the worst. It's like they don't even exist to you. It's like they don't even exist. <laughs> best and worst fruit. Ooh. Best fruit is fresh pineapple. Oh, yeah. High five. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, worst fruit, watermelon. What? Yeah. It's kind of pointless. Yeah. I, I really don't like watermelon at all. <sighs> It's refreshing on a hot day, but it's really kind of. I know, ne- like I will, I will pick it out of fruit salad. I don't eat too? it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brad and I have more in common than I thought. Yeah, I would <laughs> agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pancakes, waffles, or French toast? Ooh. Um, I think I'll go with waffles. Mm-hmm. I like all three. I can't even. Pick. I know, like. <laughs> How about pancake crisp, waffle crisp, or French toast crisp? Crunch, crunch. something. Um, I don't like that question. We're gonna go to the next one. Do you have a four hundred one k? Who doesn't? Yep. Um, I do. I haven't contributed to it in a while. Oh man, do you have a do you have a four hundred three b instead? No, I have a retirement plan through the state of Wisconsin. Oh, okay. There you go. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
I put a question in here for Tom Featherstone that I'm not going to ask you. Uh, <laughs> uh, favorite color? Red. Uh, favorite and least favorite subject in school? Favorite science, least favorite English. Uh, what did you have for lunch? What did I have for lunch? I had a leftover brat, mm-hmm. some yogurt, and snap peas. There you go. Uh, I'll skip that one. Uh, favorite TV channel slash network slash streaming service? Well, I think we established that already. Does <laughs> Netflix count? Because that just has. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, Netflix. Yeah, well, okay. HGTV okay. pretty much. Yeah, HGTV pretty much. But. Yeah, okay. Uh, do you rinse your noodles after cooking them? Uh, typically, yes. Really? Whoa, you're one of those people. I shouldn't. I wonder dinner's all over. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is why I don't cook and I make Caleb do it. <laughs> um, preferred water temperature when showering. Do you like a hot shower? You Extremely like hot. High five. Me too. Uh, <laughs> can you swim? Yes. Normally. You pill top rolls. Yes. Alright, good. <laughs> How many traffic slash speeding tickets have you received? Ironically, <laughs> I actually have received no tickets, um, but was it last week, Friday or yeah. the Friday before? Friday before. Last uh, Friday before was the first time I'd ever been pulled over. Wow, really? Yeah. I, I lost my streak of never having been pulled over. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. That's a horrible feeling being pulled over. It is. Because, and I'll admit, I speed all the time. But as Tegan suggested, you showed the officer your girls, and then you got out of the I ticket. I got out of the there ticket. Go. Oh. I was going like 15 yeah. over, too. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> speeding. Okay. Uh, favorite ethnicity slash ethnic food. I think Caleb reworded that one. <laughs> no, that's what you asked Matt before. <laughs> favorite ethnicity. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I really like Korean food. Hey, that makes sense. Uh, when's the last time you held a $50 bill? 50? I have no idea. Have yeah. not held one in a long time. Yeah, most people don't. Cake or pie? Cake. Um... And then cake or death? <laughs> cake. <laughs> Please. Okay, I'll go quick. Um, yep. Have you ever broken any bones? I have not broken any bones. Uh, what are your favorite kind of tacos? Um, Austin style backyard barbecue. Um, who's your tiger? Uh, Jose Iglesias. Kevin Spacey, Kevin Bacon, or Kevin Smith? <laughs> Kevin Smith. Okay. Uh, what's the most intricate knitting pattern you've ever done? Uh, the pattern that I did for my wedding veil shawl. And when's my sweater going to be done? Never. Never? All right. <laughs> Great. That's lightning round. So, yeah. Megan, that's how you got here. How the fuck you got here. That's how the fuck I got here.
there's tulips for miles around in this lovely Dutch town. Let us show you around Holland, Michigan. We cleaned the streets with mop and broom. Come, the tulips are in bloom. Vacation or a honeymoon. question in here um regis or kathy lee or kevin repo or michael strahan but he yeah. quit now Kelly Ripper, Ripper, yeah. Ripper, millionaire yeah. or deal or no deal yeah millionaire or deal or no deal hockey or bowling <laughs> simon or garfunkel simon or garfunkel yes yeah. garfunkel or oats <laughs> <laughs> daryl hall is the answer for all that daryl hall of course yeah 